The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. I hope everybody's having a fantastic Thursday. It is Thursday, December 14th, 2023. And I am with my gays, Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. You know, really, Chris, you pick some really interesting music. Do I? Mm-hmm. You really do. I, I'm like, are you playing cool for summer because it's cold outside? <laughs> you're, you're, um, you're, yes. <laughs> you always play Thought such cool. so. You play, I would like to figure out how you get this music. I, mean, I just like that intro was just oh, yeah. fab. I love that little intro. I loved it. I love the song too. Uh, Dim and Lottos. You should do no wrong. That's at least my book. Yeah, it's very nice. I do my best. Mm-hmm. I so, appreciate it. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I, yes. I'm having a, a... I'm glad that it's morning because I was a very heated last night because I walk into the elevator because Brian meets me at my apartment so that we can go to and drive back to drive to the WMNF studios. And I go into the elevator all on the entirety of the floor dog pee. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And I stepped in it, and it's gross, and I, I'm I, I'm calling out whoever did that. If you leave your dog's urine anywhere other than in the outside world, or you, you if, if you if you put it inside, yeah. like, you would get a Swiffer, man. Maybe yeah. it was a baby dog. Maybe it's a little... They get a Swiffer and clean it up. Yeah. Clean yeah. up after your dogs. And it was there for 20 minutes after because yeah. it was there when Brian yeah. um, and I left. Yeah. Just feel the need to just clean up after your dog, especially in a public area. Well, and urine has a very strong scent. It was it so does. bad. Yeah, it, it starts I wrote to, a letter. Yeah. Actually, I didn't write a letter. I had Sean write a letter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you always send Sean to write letters. <laughs> I sent to Sean. Do you well, know how many yeah. times since we've been on the radio you said I told Sean to write a letter? I told Sean to write a letter. <laughs> he's, I, he's my penman. Oh my god, Sean spends his days just writing letters for I, you. I just, complaints. I just had a white chicks moment with that too. I'm writing a letter. Yeah, oh that's exactly god. what I. That, that, that's exactly it. That's so funny. Ah. Uh, Yes. Anyways, my complaints aside, we are joined by somebody super, super special and a little bit scary if you see them in drag. This is Rip Lee. Welcome. Hi, how's it going? That is a very deep voice that you have to your drag persona. (laughs) Yes, yeah. I've always been told I have the face and voice for radio, so I'm so glad to be right here where I'm supposed to be, at home. 
Welcome, welcome. We are glad to have you. And you won uh, 2023 Miss Gulf Coast Comedy Queen, right? I did. I did. I'm not just funny looking. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me as well. Well, we are we are very glad to have you. And um, for those who don't know, um, Ripley has a very eccentric, unique look to them when they go into drag. And I definitely would suggest you look onto the WMNF webs uh excuse me onto the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page because there are some pictures of Ripley and it is she has a, such a unique variety to them. Well thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I always feel like I'm like a drag chameleon here in the Bay Area just because <laughs> I can go from like really spooky, scary to stupid yet pretty and you know, a snap so of a Chris finger. Said, Chris said, she can look really scary. Yeah, she can. <laughs> and I said, and I said, I said, you know what's really weird about that? Is it the first... At first, yes. Yeah. Like, when I first saw Rip's makeup, at first, yes, it was kind of scary to me. I think it's the eyes. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, I guess you get to know the person... You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So then the makeup doesn't become scary. The makeup just becomes unusual. It becomes different, mm-hmm. but it's not scary unique. anymore. Yeah, yeah, unique, but it's not scary anymore. I think the scary is only if you don't know no. what's going on. Like, you yeah. don't know that the person is very creative that way. Yeah. If you only and, look at them from pictures, yeah. you will be a little bit I don't get, weirded out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Trust yeah. me, that's in and out of drag. The look, <laughs> but the look in photos is c- kind of scary, but... It does. It's not scary if you know the per. I don't know. It doesn't. Right. It and doesn't it, scare me at all now. And it goes to show you that makeup is truly art. It is. Oh, very, it is very you, artsy and different. It looks. I would say almost like a cartoon, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, that's my that's, biggest inspiration for drag is like cartoons. Like yeah. I loved all real monsters when I was growing up, and that was like one of my first looks that I ever did with my like big eyed look was just a mimic and like combination of all those monsters basically, and I thought. I could do that. Like, that looks cool. And I completely understand what you're saying about just seeing my eyes because, yeah, my eyes do, like, creep people out a lot because they're my big eyes. But you get to know the person behind the eyes, yeah, the soul the, that I have. And, yeah. you know, yeah. The big so eyes like long walks person. on the beach. Even, right. Even yeah. when you're in the makeup, you're not scary after I talk to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, the voice isn't like, right. <laughs> it's just the same. person's voice, you do know. You, do you ever freak yourself out? Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely do a lot of extracurricular activities, and I'll be at a music festival and in the porta potty all by myself, tripping, and, oh, who said that? Um, <laughs> and look in the mirror and be like, oh, my God, is that me? And that's the only time I can look in the mirror when um, I take some shrooms. So yeah. um, I feel like if... Uh, it's the same way when you wear, like, a face mask, like one of those, like, um, the... the exfoliating face masks like I, I i i get scared when i look at myself in the mirror for that i i, I jump for that oh absolutely <laughs> and then my mind goes to miss doubtfire so with I've, that. Never <laughs> seen, <laughs> I've never seen rip out of makeup because this is our first time he's he's not wearing any makeup today mm-hmm. so this is because uh, we worked together before and when we were together uh, they were getting out of their makeup so the person was kind of is half rip and half who he is in real life so it's kind of you know Kind of taking it right. off, but yeah. it wasn't fully off, and it was really weird. You you think I would be fascinated to want to see what 
the person looked like underneath, but I left. Oh, yes, that's right. Because I didn't want you to look. I didn't want to look. I didn't right. want to. I didn't want to. So I left. I actually left to go to work at Bradley's, and I didn't. So I never saw the person's underneath. So this is the first time I. But you look very. You're very cute. Thank you. You're like Thank a really cute guy. <laughs> you know, not scary at mm. all. So. No, definitely. Uh, it's night and day compared to the yeah. the, the drag. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, and I. I mean, that's a a big thing for me because I do identify as a genderqueer person, and I. So do you go by? they them pronouns i do go by they okay, them pronouns then, yeah, yeah absolutely not bad <laughs> no no worries at all i was like well Wait, sometimes I we say she because the character is very feminine right yeah so and a lot of she is thrown in but it's not mm-hmm. thrown in out of disrespect it's thrown in because the character is a feminine i've oh, thrown so I, th- I think i threw every single pronoun at you <laughs> during your introduction well it's yeah. totally fine <laughs> and you know what i don't i'm not like a big like stickler of like oh i'm gonna yell at you because there i mean there are folks that are gonna do that and all the power to them but yeah. for me it's just we have to be more understanding in this world and we are in the movement of change at all points and i just feel like with pronouns it can be kind of confusing and so I just want to always like clarify what mine are and I know that whatever is being told to me, no matter whatever it's he, she, I prefer the, she, it, um, because that's what I am. But, um, if you listen to it closely, you'll get it. Um, Mm. so my original point is just like, I'm okay with you, whatever pronoun you say, I know that it's with respect because you all are very respectable people. It's really interesting that you you said that because it seems like we have a majority of people that come on that sort of don't necessarily care about gender identity and, and, and the stereotypical gender norms in terms of that, like, regard. Like, you know, you would think that there would be people who are like, I'm explicitly they, them, you know, you need to call me they, them. And like a lot of the people that have come on are just like, yeah, I mean, I identify as they, them, or I identify as the opposite gender. But if you call me the, the, the this one, if you dead name me or do anything like that, you know, I'm not going to care. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a well, difference. I talked yeah. about this last week and I, and I'll die on this hill because of my age. So the longer you live, the more comfortable you are in your shoes. Mm -hmm. So you're 27 years old right now. By the time you get to my age... People, I, people ask me my boy's name. I, I won't. I don't say it on the radio just because I don't know. But in private, when people have asked me, I just say it. I'm not ashamed of it. It's not a big deal. It's not a dead name for me. Right. It's a name that I don't use anymore. But it's not dead. I'm still in here, yeah. right? So, but I've reached that point. When I was yeah. your age, I was not as comfortable. Right. As you are right now. Does that, does yeah, that, no, absolutely. So I was not as comfortable as you are right now. So I understand when people aren't comfortable, and I get it. I'm like, well, when I was young, I was like that. I reacted. You know, it's, this is, we're all evolving. This is all a big process. Life is a big evolvement, exactly. right? Exactly. And, and life is short. And life is short. And, you know, you, it, it gets easier with time. You know, it does. You know yourself as a gay man. You know yourself better, right, Brian? Oh yeah, definitely. Than you did when you twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's the same yeah. way with trans people or people that identify as they them. It's just a process, oh, you know? of course. And we don't get as offended when people don't use those pronouns, right? Because yeah. we're like, well, I understand that everybody's not on the same page, whatever. 
I mean, even I'm now when, when people are like, dude and bro, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. you know? I get called bro all the time by people. That's how they speak. Yeah. yeah. I don't get offended by going, well, I live as a woman. I don't appreciate, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Just bro is fine. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm bro. Good. A lot of that is like gender neutral terms to me. <laughs> so it's like, dude, dude diva, dude. diva's yeah. Uh, yeah. baby well, girl is gender yeah. neutral yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, baby so. girl is definitely the, gender. I would call you baby girl when you're in drive because you're a young uh, entertainer. Right. I'm an ingenue. Oh, I'm just a little correct, baby girl. Correct. Yeah. correct. <laughs> well, let's correct. go into a little bit of a music break. This first music break is dedicated to the Beach Boys because Jer- uh, Jeffrey Fawcett uh, unfortunately passed away recently. So uh, this is Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. When you mix two gay guys and a trans woman, obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. It's a celebration.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Florida, a non-binary Florida teacher who was fired for using the gender-neutral mix is accusing the state education department of discrimination in a lawsuit filed Wednesday. A.V. Schwandes, who uses they-them pronouns, taught science at the Florida Virtual School, an online public high school, until October 24th and started using mix at the start of the school year in their email signature. They never actually had a conversation with students about the change, they said, adding that students just started using the term once they updated their email signature. Schwandes, who also goes by A.V. Vary, was fired when the school told them they had to change the honorific to comply with Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, which critics have dubbed the Don't Say Gay Law. In the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Florida, Schwandes and two other Florida teachers, both transgender women, allege that the part of the law that bars them from using pronouns and titles consistent with their gender identities discriminates against them on the basis of sex and violates Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment, and Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972. Katie Wood, one of the other plaintiffs, transitioned in 2020 and has taught math at Lenard High School in Hillsborough County since the 2021 school year, according to the lawsuit. Jane Doe, the third plaintiff, came out as trans in 2021 and has been working as a teacher in Lee County Schools since the 2017 school year. Both teachers said their districts were supportive of their identities and they used the titles Miss when introducing themselves and she, her pronouns, in their classrooms and syllabi, according to the lawsuit. However, under the Florida Parental Rights Law, they are now prohibited from doing so because their birth sexes were male. They are also barred from correcting students and other teachers who address them using Mr. or he, him pronouns. In South Florida, Florida officials temporarily barred a transgender student from participating in any of her high school sports teams, saying the teenager violated state law by playing on the girls' volleyball team. In a letter sent Tuesday to the unnamed student school, Monarch High School in Coconut Creek, officials from the Florida High School Athletic Association said the trans teenager was declared ineligible to represent any member's school and therefore barred from competing on any school sports team for just under a year. Officials also placed the South Florida High School on probation for 11 months, issued a monetary fine, and mandated that its staff undergo a series of compliance trainings. The state's penalties come just a few weeks after the high school's principal and several other school officials were reassigned after county officials opened an investigation into allegations of improper student participation in sports flagged by an anonymous tipster. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. There's a drag queen bingo tonight at the Jazzy Cat Cafe with Alexis Delamere for Project Pup. There are 10 games at bingo starting at 7.30 with some great prizes, 50-50 raffle, food, drink specials, and it's a great way to support our furry animal friends. The Jazzy Cat Cafe is located at 449th Street South in St. Pete. The St. Pete Opera presents the annual Holiday Sparkle at the Palladium in St. Pete on Saturday and Sunday. Get into the holiday spirit with the joyful sounds of talented singers, a brilliant orchestra, stunning performances, all in a festive atmosphere. Get tickets and info by visiting stpeteopera.org. And for those LGBTQ 55+, plus, here's this week's Epic Generations events. On Friday at 10 a.m. is the Transcend Social Group meeting. December 18th at 10 a.m. is the Coffee Connections in Dunedin and RSVP for the holiday dinner on December 21st in St. Pete. Get info on this and other events by visiting myepic.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Wow, now that's a big RV. 
But when's the last time you used it? Just imagine all the room you'll gain when you move that motorhome, RV, or other vehicle getting in the way. WMNF accepts cars, trucks, RVs, and more as a form of support. Plus, donating is easy and the pickup is free. Go to WMNFcar.org for more. Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and TampaBayGay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It's all at TampaBayGay.com. Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay. Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
car Cause it's never been beat And we've never missed yet With the girls we meet WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. That was I Get Around by the Beach Boys right here on the Big Gay Radio Show. That was dedicated to uh, my roommate, Sean Kelly, who secured us another donation from Ivy Group Consultants. Shout out to Ivy Group Consultants. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. We truly appreciate it. Not only that, I want to give a special shout out to everybody who came out to the big gay bingos that we have had at Quench Lounge, at Jazzy Cat, at Cocktail, all the different events that we've had, also the big gay pool party, all these different events that we help put on basically with WMNF goes to supporting this station and supporting our show. So we truly appreciate all the help and support that you guys give us. And we hope that we we give good back to you guys. Yeah. Positivity, mm-hmm. good vibes. Yeah, it's very humbling when people donate. Very much yes. so. It really is very humbling. It's like, really? They donated? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even even when it's not a lot of money, you know, some people can donate a lot, but mm-hmm. whatever is donated. Some people just join the circle yeah. of friends for us. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's even better. Yeah. It's just very humbling and very nice that people want to keep our show on the air. And that means a lot. Of course. And whether it's Ivy Group Consultants or just your... You they're, personally love WMNF. Thank you for your they're contributions. Very, they're very fierce. Yes. And we really yes, appreciate are. them. Yes. Of course. And I hope Sean doesn't write them a letter. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Only good letters. Only oh good letters. Oh, my God. Sean and his letter writing. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Anyways. I am joined, like I said, by Esme and Brian Hankson. And we're also joined by a very special guest, Rip Lee. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. We are glad to have you. Bright and early. Of course. (laughs) Way to start your Thursday. Literally, yeah. Having to take a nap at like 7 p.m. What a wonderful feeling that was. See, (laughs) I was was asked to work at 10 a.m. today, but then they canceled at 9.30. And I was like, all right, it's fine. I'll just hang out. Vibe. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, Miss Esme, you wanted to interview our, our guests a little bit well, more. I had some questions that I wanted to ask Rep. I mean, just... Okay. Yeah, free. so... Run it back. So, okay, I got so many, though. I got to get them I gotta get them in order in my head. So, one of the questions that I wanted to ask is... Um, so, your makeup is very unusual. Thank you. And for some people, it could be scary. It's not scary to me anymore, but it was at first, but it's not now. 
So how did you create that? Where did that come from? What is what was the idea behind it? What were you what, what were you because it's kind of you kind of found your the look that you're going for now. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, like you the, do, the aesthetic. I've seen that you do variations on it. Yes. But you've got the general look. So what was it? How, where did that come from? By, by the way, before you answer the audience, can they see his makeup or their, their it's makeup? It's on the Big on, Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that way people can get an idea of how unusual it is. And because um, it's when you walk out on stage, it's not like, oh, well, there they are. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's like, wow, what the heck is going on? (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, I do. So, um, and I think that's part of what you want to do. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So where did it come from? How did you design that? So I guess there's like, I'm going to try to keep it really short and sweet because I have a really big problem with uh, landing the plane, as some say, because I (laughs) like to talk a lot. So anyways, my drag came from really... I experienced a lot of darkness in our community Um, at like 20 years old. I went to my first ever pride and I ended up being drugged and taken advantage of by multiple men. And I just experienced this incredible darkness where I thought, I don't ever want to belong to this community again. I don't, I, I know that I'm queer, but wow, I feel so hurt. And I, it took me a, a year to find where I can get that light back from the community and from my own queerness, and that was drag. And so just starting to put makeup on my face and was like, okay, yeah, I look really ugly, and this isn't what I want to do. So then I thought, let me smoke some weed or um, let me get some ideas. Sorry. And so yeah. I, you know, I realized, oh, my favorite thing was alien with Sigourney Weaver and my other favorite things when I was growing up that made me happy were cartoons. So how do I put all of these things into my makeup? And I thought, oh, I could do that if I connect this little like line to my eye and make my eyes bigger. Oh, wow, I'm creating a cartoon eye. And okay, this is really cool. Let me see how I can now bring this darkness that's inside me even more to light, but in like a positive way. And that's when I joined um, my first ever drag competition, uh, Drag Me to H-E Double Hockey Six. And it was all this darkness and all my creativity was just like booming, it felt like. And all my love of horror movies really came out. And I, you know, took what happened to me in 2027, uh, 2017, 2017, sorry, it's very early. And, um, uh, and I, I took from my experience and I was like, you know what? I, I recreated that um, in a performance, which was very healing for me and very shocking for folks. But I'm very vocal about all of those things because it, you could find your creative outlet. You can find something that's healthy to combat that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know that was, again, a very long-winded answer. But, you know, and, and now I perform for brunches and things after, you know, Dragging to Hell and I thought, okay, I, I really need something that's going to make me money and not make people want to throw up. And so that's when I started thinking, oh, I have a musical theater background. Why don't I just use that and do a lot of musical theater numbers? 
and people love that. Which which is really which I know you do, and it throws me off because the look is not musical theater, right? Oh, now, absolutely. Now the costume can be, yes, but the face is like what, what's going? It's very that, right? But I'm going to tell you, I one of the uh, one of my favorite rock groups of all time is Kiss, mm-hmm. and they created alter egos. Yeah. So those men outside of that makeup are completely different and don't look nothing like their characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm thinking. You created an alter ego yeah. to repel the evil. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? No. I'm going to turn myself into something scary to repel, you know? Absolutely. It was like a psychological therapy for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I tell people. They're like, wow, your makeup looks like a mask. I'm like, that's perfect because I don't want anyone to know yeah. what I look like out of drag. Well, you're really cute, by the way. Thank you. Which is kind of threw, threw, threw me off when you walked in. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Same. Yeah. That's yeah. The kind of, like I just no- wanted to say that, like too. Like a cute, normal mm-hmm. gay boy, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> normal. Like, just yeah. very, I wouldn't say, I don't want to use the word average, but just very normal. Yeah, right, yeah. Compared to what Ripley looks like, yes. right? Oh, absolutely. The character is yeah. just completely, you know, um, just very, uh, like I said, very animated, very cartoon, right? right? So yeah. it's not scary for me anymore, but it was. The first time I saw it, I went, what the heck is going on? <laughs> you know? So, Miss Esme, yeah. one last question before we go into another music break. So how did you, how did you get your name? Um, so, like I was saying, my one of my favorite movies growing up was Alien with Sigourney Weaver and I. Ripley? Yeah, yeah. So her name in there is Ellen Ripley, and we yeah. already have one problematic gay Ellen, so we cannot yeah. do those. So I thought we don't have a Ripley that's problematic and queer. So oh, here I am, okay. and people always think it's based oh, on Ripley's. Believe it or not. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> See, once you said uh, Alien, I kind of knew where yeah, you're going from there. I was like, oh, what a great, great one, of the, one of the great movie characters of all. I, I think the first uh, well, no, the first one was uh, Princess Leia. She was the first. Oh, yeah. She was I don't want to say badass, but she was <laughs> badass. She was. <laughs> you know what I mean? With the gun, the ray gun mm-hmm. and she had yeah. she had on her a princess gown on and just shooting everybody. Yes. It was just, but Ripley uh, um, Ripley, listen to me, but Ripley mm-hmm. Ripley, the <laughs> character in Aliens was, wow. Oh, yeah. She was a she was a yeah. tough cookie. Right? I've always right. admired, like, strong yeah. female characters or strong female Yeah, especially actresses. when she was alone on the ship. It was just her and the alien. Oh, yeah. She was, and, and the cat. Mm-hmm. Don't forget yeah. the cat. Don't forget Jonesy. the cat. What a great film. It still holds up incredibly today. Right. All right, let's go into a little bit of music break. This is Who's That Girl by Madonna right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
Tampa Bay. This is Christopher Gorman. Your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Washington State, the United States Supreme Court on December 11th allowed Washington State to continue enforcing its ban on conversion therapy for minors. With a 6-3 vote declining to hear a challenge, the Supreme Court enforced the decision of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, allowing the law to remain in effect. Conservative Justices Brett Kavanaugh, Samuel Alito, and Clarence Thomas voted to take up the case with Thomas writing a five-page dissent. In health news, the United States Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra hosted LGBTQ plus leaders and organizations for a meeting on December 11th featuring senior staff at the agency to build on the progress made in advancing health and human service equity for the community, according to a press release. Specifically, Health and Human Services said the discussion concerned efforts to increase access to health care, secure non-discrimination protections, and increase access to behavioral health for the LGBTQIA plus community. In national news, a bill introduced by United States Senator Alex Padilla, among others, would require financial institutions to collect data on access to credit and capital by LGBTQ-owned businesses. The legislation would thereby allow regulators to better identify and potentially remedy instances of anti-LGBTQ discrimination in these areas. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. There's a drag queen bingo tonight at the Jazzy Cat Cafe with Alexis Delamere for Project Pup. There are 10 games of bingo starting at 7.30 with some great prizes, 50-50 raffle, food, drink specials, and it's a great way to support our furry animal friends. The Jazzy Cat Cafe is located at 449th Street South in St. Pete. The St. Pete Opera presents the annual Holiday Sparkle at the Palladium in St. Pete on Saturday and Sunday. Get into the holiday spirit with the joyful sounds of talented singers, a brilliant orchestra, stunning performances, all in a festive atmosphere. Get tickets and info by visiting stpeteopera.org. And for those LGBTQ 55 plus, here's this week's Epics Generations events. On Friday at 10 a.m. is the Transcend Social Group meeting. December 18th at 10 a.m. is the Coffee Connections in Dunedin and RSVP for the holiday dinner on December 21st in St. Pete. Get info on this and other events by visiting myepic.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Tis the season to celebrate diversity. And on Friday, December 15th at 7 p.m., Living Mirror Playback Theater will be doing just that in the WMNF Live Music Studio, featuring improvised reenactments of stories from the audience. Opening remarks by Jennifer McStratus of the WMNF Diversity Committee. It's the final show of the year and promises to be a compelling evening of community sharing in theater. These shows are free, and you can join the celebration by reserving your seat online at wmnf.org slash events. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show. I left my heart at a watering hole somewhere in small town Ohio. Headed out west to Arizona, cause the East Coast weather's too cold, cold, cold. Easy come, easy go. I got a fast car with the 90s on, not a soul on the road, but the road is home. Smiles for miles, all up on my face. Wait, yeah, cause we ain't got time to waste. 
popping cause it feels so good Singing in the mirror like it's Hollywood Life is getting shorter, gotta drink it up Down to shine like I know you should Slide to the left, then slide to the right Jump in the air till you're ten feet higher Come on, come on, make it jump Smiles for miles, hold up on my bed Cause the East Coast when there's new cool, cool, cool Easy come, easy go I got a fast car with the 90s on Not a soul on the road, but the road is home WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Just so we could dance, baby. 
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. That was T Swift out of the woods. Taylor's version. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. 34. Three weeks in a row. Three yeah, weeks right. in a row. And <laughs> uh, I am not a Swifty. Me neither, but I yeah. but I do admire very much. Um how influential she is and that yes. she uses her influence to change things for the better. If I were to begrudgingly play some artist, I am glad that it is Taylor Swift. Yeah. And she's extremely generous with her money. She is. And um, and her private jet. Yeah, she's... And um, her private jet. <laughs> everybody, that That's everybody that toured with her on this last tour, all the road people, they... They're all millionaires now. Can you imagine? I know. Yeah. yeah. She gave everybody a million dollars. Yeah. God. All these guys. Well, we're joined by Miss Esme Russell, Brian Hankson, and our super special guest, Rip Lee. Super duper. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Whose birthday was yesterday, December 13th. Oh, happy yeah. belated birthday. Yes, happy belated. Thank happy you. Birthday. Thank you. Yeah. It's birthday central up in this bitch. Right. First T Swift, then me. Yeah. I also used to not be a Swifty, but I just recently dated a man who was very much a Swifty. And now I unfortunately am also a Swifty. I'm only a Swifty because the memes said I should be, but I'm also a Swifty primarily because, like, she's honestly a decent person. Oh, yeah. Mm. And her songs yeah. are so catchy. I mean... It is. Some of them, yeah. Like, some of them are, like... 
Uh, she has but good, well, yeah. she has good qualities. She she's, has good she's, qualities. She's generous. Um, she is um, vocal about her feelings about political things. She's not afraid to step forward and say what she thinks. Right. Yeah. And um, she doesn't try to butter up her fans to keep them. She has her opinions and she's sticking with them. Mm -hmm. You know, and she's not a young girl. You know, 34 is not young. A 34-year-old woman knows what she thinks and what she feels. You know, no. this isn't a 20-year-old. Yeah. This is a woman, you I know? Want, I want this to is ask, a grown woman. Because um, we've had many, like, musicians reinvent themselves. Do you think she will ever? I, I don't know. Her formula is really, really good. I don't think she'll ever need to. No. You know? Like, yeah. she's so consistently been at the top with her career. I mean, like, even when Kanye West walked up on her and, and stuff, she was still a pretty popular artist. Yes, yeah. of course, Beyonce was, like, the talk of the town at that time, but Taylor Swift was always right behind her. Now she, I think she might even surpass Beyonce well, in no, terms no, no, of that. No, 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 there's no question yeah. that she surpassed yeah. Beyonce. No this is not it. even an argument. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce's uh, movie, when it was released, made $15 million. Yeah. Uh, so, well, significantly less than, uh, than uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor's forty million. Right. Yeah, she's I the mean, number one. I mean, you can't even, you know. And Beyonce's concert made a lot of money. Yeah, but not over a billion dollars. Taylor's made over made over a billion dollars mm -hmm. in that concert. She did. She I really mean, just did. a lot of money that she generates. Yeah. I mean, the beauty of these two women is that the media is desperately, desperately trying to make them enemies. And these ladies refuse. They keep yeah. showing up together at places. They keep taking pictures together. They keep sending each other love and support because they're not buying into it because yeah. they're really friends in real life. Right, they are. And uh, they're just not letting the media do it. Don't, you know what I mean? It's just, you can do what you want to do, but we're not going to play this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Women supporting women. Yeah, and I think that's great. And listen, Beyonce's not, listen, Beyonce's extremely successful. They're not, they don't have to compete. Beyonce, no, she doesn't need to. There's yeah, enough money in there, the world there for are, them. There are Taylor and Beyonce fans. There are Beyonce fans and there are Taylor fans. So, you know, yeah. some people do both. Some people do one. Some people like one, but respect the other. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Right. So, so I will ask this because Ripley actually brought up a, a good point. He didn't become a, a Taylor Swift fan until he dated someone. Now, have, have you guys ever dated someone and part of your music, um, your music um, choice, has it changed because of a significant other before? Or um, or any type of media that is in the negative, yeah. So um, when I first dated this one girl, and I'm not gonna name drop her, but I was in in middle school, and she was obsessed with country, uh -huh. constantly. Just always like she, it, 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 she would make it an area of contention, contention between the two of us. And I'm like, it's music, girl, <laughs> chill. We're 13. Calm down. Um, anyways, and, and so I, I that, that's, that's why I don't usually like too much country. I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll bop to some Shania Twain, but I'm not really out here hunting down country songs too much. Yeah. I mean, I, I will kind of, and I'm not too big of an into country either, but. And that um, was when I was straight, by the way. 
Well, one of the stations uh, when I used to work at Beasley Media, or which was now, which was, um, sorry, which was uh, CBS Radio, now Beasley, um, we had a country station. And um, I went to my first ever country concert, which was Kenny Chesney. And so he's kind of the, the first country artist that I've listened to kind of front to back. And I've kind of... I, I don't want to say I hate country music. I, I can tolerate it now. <laughs> so I can listen to it and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Whereas country station, oh, change the station. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just me. I don't know about you, that's me. I like country music. But but have you I'm met a big it? Joe D, I'm a big Joe D. Messina fan. Mm-hmm. I like Carrie Underwood. I like Shania. I like Dolly. But did you uh, like change Reba. your music preference for a man? No. No, I'm an Aries. We don't usually. <laughs> my Zodiac sign, we're not good at that. Yeah. What about but you, Rip? We, but we are good, though, at converting people to what we like. Yeah. We're oh, very yeah. good because we're so extremely passionate mm-hmm. that we. I can almost, if I love something so much and you're around me, I have. I feel like I have the ability just by sharing my love and what it is that I like, I can almost make you understand it. And then all of a sudden you're like, I like it too now. I've done that to people, with, with especially with music. Mm-hmm. You know, so just got that influence on you. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. If it, I, I, I don't. I don't want to say it's my. I just. I think it's my passion. My yeah. passion is very infectious. And you you're know, fiery. Yeah. So I think that people like. Oh, maybe I need to pay attention to that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, but, and you get loud too. That's the other yeah, thing. Well, you I'm, get you get very commanding with your tone. Well, it's I'm, very. Well, I'm Latin, so I'm, you know my mother and father from Cuba, so that has a. It's honestly pretty attractive, honestly, as no. they keep it up. No. Anyways, Ripley, um, do you have any? Have you changed your music type for a man? Uh, or a woman? Woman? No. <laughs> um, or a woman? Or they? They am? They am? Yeah. They am? Um, mm-hmm. uh, no. I mean, I I like joke about my most recent ex like getting me into Taylor Swift, but I kind of was already like into her halfway because I, I I like everyone else has said like except for Esme, she likes Big D or uh, who Big Polly D? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I. Am not that much of a country stand, so I didn't really get into Taylor Swift's country eras. But then when she turned to pop, I was like, "Oh, okay, she's she's spitting something." Um, but I honestly, as a Sagittarius, I feel like we Sagittarii put on these like we try on different shoes, I guess, or different clothes in a way, and it's based on people's like who were around. And so I definitely get into music from my friends that are they're listening to certain things and usually it's for the better because my friends have a really great taste in music and yeah i mean a, a man in particular maybe i can't listen to ariana grande because like i would have a lot of like partners who were into ariana grande and i'm just not a big ari stan no. <laughs> uh, yeah. i am excited for her and wicked i will say that oh, yeah. but um, She's a great actress. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she was in 13 the Musical, so let's not, yeah. you know. Play. Well, let's go into a little bit of music. This is Pitbull's Fireball right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Mr. Worldwide to infinity. <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We can boogie, oogie, oogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. 
We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out. Like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked. Take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. Tell him, tell him, baby, 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 I'm on fire. I tell him, baby, 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 I'm a fireball. Listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay, the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Easy come, easy go. That's just how you live. Oh, take, take, take it all, but you never give. 
from the first kiss had your eyes wide open why were they open Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Florida, a non-binary Florida teacher who was fired for using the gender-neutral mix is accusing the state education department of discrimination in a lawsuit filed Wednesday. 
A.V. Schwandes, who uses they, them pronouns, taught science at the Florida Virtual School, an online public high school until October 24th, and started using mix at the start of the school year in their email signature. They never actually had a conversation with students about the change, they said, adding that students just started using the term once they updated their email signature. Schwandes, who also goes by A.V. Vary, was fired when the school told them they had to change the honorific to comply with Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, which critics have dubbed the Don't Say Gay Law. In the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Florida, Schwandes and two other Florida teachers, both transgender women, allege that the part of the law that bars them from using pronouns and titles consistent with their gender identities discriminates against them on the basis of sex and violates Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment, and Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972. Katie Wood, one of the other plaintiffs, transitioned in 2020 and has taught math at Lenard High School in Hillsborough County since the 2021 school year, according to the lawsuit. Jane Doe, the third plaintiff, came out as trans in 2021 and has been working as a teacher in Lee County Schools since the 2017 school year. Both teachers said their districts were supportive of their identities and they used the titles Miss when introducing themselves and she, her pronouns, in their classrooms and syllabi, according to the lawsuit. However, under the Florida Parental Rights Law, they are now prohibited from doing so because their birth sexes were male. They are also barred from correcting students and other teachers who address them using Mr. or he, him pronouns. In South Florida, Florida officials temporarily barred a transgender student from participating in any of her high school sports teams, saying the teenager violated state law by playing on the girls' volleyball team. In a letter sent Tuesday to the unnamed student school, Monarch High School in Coconut Creek, officials from the Florida High School Athletic Association said the trans teenager was declared ineligible to represent any member's school and therefore barred from competing on any school sports team for just under a year. Officials also placed the South Florida High School on probation for 11 months, issued a monetary fine, and mandated that its staff undergo a series of compliance trainings. The state's penalties come just a few weeks after the high school's principal and several other school officials were reassigned after county officials opened an investigation into allegations of improper student participation in sports flagged by an anonymous tipster. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. There's a drag queen bingo tonight at the Jazzy Cat Cafe with Alexis Delamere for Project Pup. There are 10 games of bingo starting at 7.30 with some great prizes, 50-50 raffle, food, drink specials, and it's a great way to support our furry animal friends. The Jazzy Cat Cafe is located at 449th Street South in St. Pete. The St. Pete Opera presents the annual Holiday Sparkle at the Palladium in St. Pete on Saturday and Sunday. Get into the holiday spirit with the joyful sounds of talented singers, a brilliant orchestra, stunning performances, all in a festive atmosphere. Get tickets and info by visiting stpeteopera.org. And for those LGBTQ55+, here's this week's Epic Generations events. On Friday at 10 a.m. is the Transcend Social Group meeting. December 18th at 10 a.m. is the Coffee Connections in Dunedin and RSVP for the holiday dinner on December 21st in St. Pete. Get info on this and other events by visiting myepic.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. You can help double UMNF now and into the future by donating gifts of stock, real estate, retirement assets, or a life insurance policy. It's easy to leave a legacy of love. Just call Ian at 813-238-8001 
or go to WMNF.org slash planned giving to get started today. We're on Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show. from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
90.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by the beautiful Esme Russell, Brian Hinkson, and our super special guest, Rip Lee. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hope y'all are having a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Let's go into a little bit of some local news. So over in Sarasota, the Sarasota School Board passed a resolution that called for the voluntary resignation of Bridget Ziegler. Um, and the reason for them calling for this person for, for her resignation, she's the co-founder of the anti-LGBTQ plus group Moms for Liberty. Um, and she is the wife of the chairman of the GOP, the Florida GOP chairman, uh, Christian Z- Ziegler. Ziegler. Ziegler, and, I believe. Ziegler. And so they are currently accused of raping a female associate. So basically, the the way that the it has been put out essentially is that these individuals were going to have a sexual relationship with this woman in a married consensual way, which is absolutely fine and understandable. You know, if you want to. Uh, experiment, so to say, then, you know, you're certainly able to experiment. However, apparently, uh, the where the, it comes into the rape situation is that the woman who was the third in the situation mm-hmm. didn't want to have sex with him until, unless Bridget was in the room. Correct, yeah. And so... They called it off, and then he continued to do stuff anyways. So now Christian is facing calls for resignation. Bridge is calling for getting calls for resignation. And what I find hysterical is that just the simple hypocrisy, and it's something that we're going to have to experience for the longest time because there are going to be people who are saying that the LGBTQ community is a bunch of groomers when in reality they are the the people on the internet trying to, to lure children like on to catch a predator and stuff. So in my 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 question to you guys, I guess, is were you expecting any different from the co-founder of Moms for Liberty that she would have her husband accused of raping a woman? That they were all, they were uh, like having a throuple with? I don't know. I mean, I would say the hypocrisy is always strong with uh, the right wing for some reason. (laughs) They always get themselves into something that they can't get out of, that they always oppose, but always do. So I don't know if that makes sense. It's giving like the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah, yeah. it's throwing uh, throwing stones in glass houses. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, I personally am not surprised at all by this because I mean, like you said, Brian, like these right wing GOP conservative folks are really they just you know get in hot water and they can't get out of it. And it's like no, instead of you know. Just admitting, okay, hi, I like to experiment or I like doing this and accepting themselves. They say, well, since I don't accept myself, I can't allow anybody else to accept themselves and instead punish them for these things. So, I mean, it's no surprise that it's a Moms for Liberty co-founder that is doing this. And 
I just and of course the leader of the Florida GOP on top of it, who basically followed this woman to her house, waited for her until she's done walking her dog to then take advantage of her. And uh, I mean, yeah, they, they just they're, need to step down, period. They're just a party of hypocrisy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? It's mean, really sad, if I'm going to be honest. It's really, it's really a sad place that we're in right now that we have to kind of have these discussions. Like, uh, at what point do you guys have any morals? Do you guys not care about the way that you look? How uh, well, Do you guys not care about who you're aligning with? Here's the problem. The head of the party, the head of the party is Donald Trump. A man who's been married four times, has multiple children with different wives, has been convicted of slandering a woman after he raped her. That's what the judge said. Um, has been convicted of, of um, charity fraud, allegedly. <laughs> 91 counts, criminal counts, felonies. Mm-hmm. Four indictments out of three different jurisdictions. Document thefts. I mean, yeah. it goes on and on and on and on and on. I, I mean, o- almost a million people died under his watch during COVID. Hmm. People still say he'd be a good idea for president. So, I mean, the head of the snake is so tarnished that anything that happens beneath him is like, well, he's not as bad as Trump. <laughs> That's how they're looking at it at this point. I mean, yeah, and they want I him as president. Are. So, you know, I'm not really surprised at these people. I, I'm, I always find it interesting when people get really fired up about anything like anti-gay movements or anti-woman movements. or Those are the people that I always look at them. I go, why are you so anti-gay? What is... What kind of, because, you know, homophobia and homosexuality are very closely linked. Right. It's like, you what know? did we do to you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't do anything to them. They yeah. just, you know, like the drag stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you know, drag queens molesting kids. It's ridiculous. For, it's not, ridiculous. Yeah. It, it is ridiculous. But that's what's going on. They just, they yeah. can do it. But if if our side does it, it would be a huge scandal. Yeah. Well, I think it is a huge scandal. Uh, I mean, they they, they are getting calls for the resignation. They have already passed a motion to to call for it. The unfortunate thing is, though, that they cannot be forced to resign unless Ron DeSantis specifically goes and um, has them removed. But the thing is that everybody needs to resign except for the leader of the party, which is Trump. It's okay that he does all those things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody's asking him to step down. Nobody says to him, "Listen, dude, you're you've got so many indictment criminal indictments. You're not you're just un, unworthy to be I mean, I to- think I disagree with you there because you you do have people like Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, uh, Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy, whatever the hell his name is. Um <laughs> all and and of course, you know, De Satan. Like they are all saying those exact words. We cannot have a president who is currently uh, completely 
encapsulated with criminal but charges. People don't care. The people keep saying that he's he would be a good choice. It's true. So yeah. if the head of the snake is a good choice and the snake is a snake, then anything under the snake is like, okay, well, we can... Because they're asking this couple yeah. to step down. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they should. Right. Shouldn't we be asking Trump to step down too? Right. They're not the ones... And if it was a Democrat, him. we would absolutely oh be God. calling them to step can down too. Biden cheated on his wife? Right. Can you imagine if Biden had children with different women... Like that he slept with and he's le- he left one wife to go be with the other wife. And- Can you imagine if Biden had a consensual three way with a woman and then it came out that they the woman didn't feel like it was a consensual situation? It's just I don't know. It's just yeah. crazy. To it me. would be that's something that you would think that the National Enquirer would be um Writing up that that that, that Joe Biden has a secret mistress with uh, with Jill. So let's go into a little bit of music break anyways. This is Ain't It Fun by Paramore right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
Tampa Bay. This is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Washington State, the United States Supreme Court on December 11th allowed Washington State to continue enforcing its ban on conversion therapy for minors. With a 6-3 vote declining to hear a challenge, the Supreme Court enforced the decision of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, allowing the law to remain in effect. Conservative Justices Brett Kavanaugh, Samuel Alito, and Clarence Thomas voted to take up the case with Thomas writing a five-page dissent. In health news, the United States Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra hosted LGBTQ plus leaders and organizations for a meeting on December 11th featuring senior staff at the agency to build on the progress made in advancing health and human service equity for the community, according to a press release. Specifically, Health and Human Services said the discussion concerned efforts to increase access to health care, secure non-discrimination protections, and increase access to behavioral health for the LGBTQIA plus community. In national news, a bill introduced by United States Senator Alex Padilla, among others, would require financial institutions to collect data on access to credit and capital by LGBTQ-owned businesses. The legislation would thereby allow regulators to better identify and potentially remedy instances of anti-LGBTQ discrimination in these areas. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. There's a drag queen bingo tonight at the Jazzy Cat Cafe with Alexis Delamere for Project Pup. There are 10 games at bingo starting at 7.30 with some great prizes, 50-50 raffle, food, drink specials, and it's a great way to support our furry animal friends. The Jazzy Cat Cafe is located at 449th Street South in St. Pete. The St. Pete Opera presents the annual Holiday Sparkle at the Palladium in St. Pete on Saturday and Sunday. Get into the holiday spirit with the joyful sounds of talented singers, a brilliant orchestra, stunning performances, all in a festive atmosphere. Get tickets and info by visiting stpeteopera.org. And for those LGBTQ 55 plus, here's this week's Epic Generations events. On Friday at 10 a.m. is the Transcend Social Group meeting. December 18th at 10 a.m. is the Coffee Connections in Dunedin and RSVP for the holiday dinner on December 21st in St. Pete. Get info on this and other events by visiting myepic.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Is your boat barely keeping you afloat these days? Rather than continue to drown in all the upkeep of hanging on to a boat, let WMNF have it. We'll even throw you a lifeline with a free pickup. Donate online at WMNFcar.org. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa.
Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. That was a big sniffle, Miss Esme. I I, I I I I literally unmuted you right when you did that. I know. I I got a... I don't know. I I don't know if it's the trees in my backyard or... I'm not sure. But I got nasal issues. You were just sniffing for a bottom. I remember back in the day when I used to do party favors... Mm. And then I would sniffle for that reason, <laughs> but I gave up that. I gave that up a long time ago. Long. I mean, so now it ain't. I'm sniffling for the real reason now, not the. It's the right. season for for sinuses. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't reveal I can't reveal <laughs> who it was. But the other day I worked with somebody, and they were sniffling the whole time, mm. and they sniffled and sniffled and sniffled. And I know the sniffle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wanted to say so bad, girl, you must have been partying this morning. <laughs> the drip. Because it was in the afternoon when I saw them, but they were sniffling and sniffling and sniffling. And... Yeah, you get that drip. <laughs> I don't do yeah. that anymore. My my sniffle was a real one. It was, It's from plants. My Lord, Esme. I know. <laughs> I mean, all I can say to that is I had a sneezing fit this morning, but that's yeah. about it. Say no to drugs. <laughs> yes. Unless yes, it's it. Mucinex. Take some Mucinex. Yeah, I probably could use some yeah. Mucinex. <laughs> Doesn't Mucinex bring everything up, though? I took some Mucinex, and that's why I, I sound very crisp and clean right now. Oh, okay. I am joined by Esme Russell, Brian Hinkson, and Ripley. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome. Let yeah. it rip. Let it rip. Um, mm-hmm. This is a closed studio. Do not let nothing rip over there. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'll go hot This studio my car. is locked up. Do You're not right. let nothing rip in here. Mm-mm. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and after what I ate, yeah, you don't oh want it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to give a special shout out to Jose Alomar listening to the show right now. Hi, Jose. Hi, Jose. We see Hi, you. Jose. We love you. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Bryn, yes. what's the topic? Oh, yeah, and um, I was going to go into that the uh, the Golden Globe nominations were out. And guess who leads the pack? Barbie. Oh, oh, Barbie. <laughs> yes, Barbie leads the pack. I'm not that thrilled. <laughs> yeah, um, with uh, Best Actress. I thought it was the Paw Patrol movie. Uh, well, Dang. They were snubbed. Uh-oh. They were snubbed. They were snubbed, <laughs> snubbed. Um, but yeah, um, Barbie leads the pack with, um, uh, yes, Best Actress, Best Supporting, uh, uh, sorry, Best Actress, Margo, Margot Robbie, Best Supporting Actor uh, with uh, Ryan Gosling. It's got two, so- uh, it's got uh, either two or three songs in it. It's got the Billie Eilish song in there, and it's got the uh, I'm, I'm Just Ken song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's still, uh, oh, and Greta Gerwig uh, for Best Director. Um and I think the best original screenplay because it's an original screenplay, even though it's an old IP, it's an original screenplay. So um, kudos to that movie. Um, so far behind it is Oppenheimer, and I think that 
that movie weekend. I don't think we've ever seen anything like it where a movie weekend will dominate the awards. So it's Barbenheimer was just. I, it was I don't know. it was killer. It was killer. Yeah. Uh, if I'm gonna be real, like it, that was definitely a. I don't know whose idea it was or if it was just sheer luck, but those two movies, like I think that revitalized like movie going experiences in general. Like I think that was like a lot of people's like reason to go to the movie theater for the first time like since covid yeah and uh and believe i believe it or not i believe that was nothing to do with the studios it was all uh social media yeah i think it was like a social media campaign of like barbenheimer and i mean Mm -hmm. i'm interested to know maybe who like started that because then like barbie and oppenheimer and everyone else in hollywood like actually caught on i -hmm. mean with Margot and Cillian, I actually don't know how to say uh, Cillian. I yeah. think Cillian Murphy. Um, for them to to be on the actors on actors, yeah, with variety, that. like they're just so smart and brilliant. And I mean, to bring in Hathaway and Emily Blunt together, and yeah, and, and honestly, those are two opposite movies. And I, I I feel like when social media did that push, they did that push on on purpose. Yeah, and um, it, yeah, and. Not to mention those movies were both very star-studded. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it it was a very star-studded cast. But not only that, like, I think outside of of the the whole Barbenheimer, I think that uh, Barbie did have a very big PR campaign. Everybody was doing Barbie parties with official Barbie merchandise. Like, Mm -hmm. Cocktails was doing one. Um, uh, uh, Daddy Cool Records over... um, over in St. Petersburg had a had a listening party that I got to go to. So it was I feel like there was a lot of hype surrounding the mu- movie. And, and then going on during that time was the actors and the writers strike. Right. So they couldn't promote anything. True. So it, it, you know, usually when something like that happens, the the actors cannot go on any shows in, in and say anything about it. So this is all the studios. Right. So you got to kudos to the the studios and their advertising departments for putting that all out there, and so I still haven't seen it. Uh, you haven't seen Barbie? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I see I, Esme here making faces, I, but I'm like, I can Gosh. appreciate the advertising campaign. It has not worked on me though. Oh, I say see it though. I, I yeah. love the theater. I just didn't get it. I think it's okay. It was, I'm not going to spend $35 to, to, to see it. I didn't think best. I don't want to do that. I definitely didn't think best picture or well, or best director or best actress. Absolutely not in my opinion. You know what I mean? I just, I, it, was I, just a, it was just a silly little doll movie. It was not... Well, I, I don't know. I feel like it was a little more than that. But but going with and Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was a oh god. Jesus, what, what a what? snooze fest! <laughs> I mean, God. I, I mean, say, it was such a buildup for what we all knew was going to happen. They're going to detonate this thing. Spoiler I'm alert. like, God, just kill me in the theater. I sat there for three hours just waiting. I, I learned about their sex life, and I don't care about none of this stuff. Just pull the trigger. Blow the thing <laughs> up. I was ready for the... I well, was bored to tears. I literally... I was so bored. 
I've never well, been. I, it's been a long time since I've been there. At least Barbie had color and clothes and music, yeah. and that kind of kept me, you know. But and that's what I can say about Barbie is because it. Um, there were stories coming out before it even came out because Fast Ten, Fast uh, Fast and Furious Ten, <laughs> was um, was shooting at the same time they were shooting, and they had. Um, when they were taking a break from Fast 10, they would go to the Barbie set <laughs> because it was so cool. So, like, with the production design and, and everything, I, I, I mean, I could see from the standpoint of their, you know, uh, of that, why, you know, Barbie might be nominated. Because they, they put us into that world. Yeah, it was very... And yeah. they put us into it was not just that world, but, yeah, they, it was very submersive. And, you know, just the creativity behind behind Barbie uh, and... and you know, I I was on the train of Barbie and Oppenheimer. I think I saw Barbie before I saw Oppenheimer, and uh, I thought you saw it on the same day. I did. Yeah, like, that's what I said. I got on the Barbie. Oh, yeah, you got on the Barbie. Like, yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. Barbie before I saw Oppenheimer. Sorry, I misunderstood what you oh, said. My bad. No, same same day though. Same day. And uh, okay, I I I was a little bit in your boat, but I did appreciate what the movie had to say. I don't know. I'm still glad God. that I've waited until it comes out on on Max. Well, yeah, and and once again, I would I, I would see it and, and uh, just formulate your own opinion about it. Uh, once again, I mean, we'll get ready would... for my six month later review of the the Barbie movie coming <laughs> up two weeks from now when Max comes out. And well, not to say I am not a big fan of uh, Will Ferrell. Um, I did see Elf for the first time not too long ago, <laughs> I, and I saw the thing. It said twenty years. I'm like, uh, did I really wait twenty years to see Elf? <laughs> but um, but yeah, even his part in Barbie was, you know, it was typical Will Ferrell. But like in the areas around that movie, even with America Ferrera's um, monologue in the car yeah. about you know just men and women and um, just things like that. I mean. That movie had a lot to say, even without it, even with all the removing the fact that she was Barbie and like, you know, plastic and whatnot. I, I still think I, I liked it. But. Absolutely. I mean, it's funny you mentioned America. Was there her. any surprises in the uh, in your nomination list or yeah, for the. Uh, for movies, for movies, yeah. Um, well, the thing about um, the uh, the Golden Globes is that they. In movies wise, they have it the drama movie category, and they have a musical comedy category. So with um, with movies, nothing too different. Uh, they have Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and uh, Zone of Interest. That's in the drama category. But in the musical comedy category is Air, uh, American Fiction, Barbie, Holdovers, May December, and Poor Things. Uh, which I can't wait to see. Four oh, things. me neither. I'm so. Excited. I'm a big Emma Stone fan, yep. and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see. I I was even tuning into when she hosted Saturday Night Live two weeks ago. So oh, nice. But yeah, um, what were you gonna say about Barbie? Oh, I mean, like the America Ferrera's like monologue. It's so wild. After my dad saw Barbie, he like called me instantly, and he was like, Pat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my my real name just came out. Um, <clears throat> but it, he just told me he was like emotional. He was like. I'm so glad I saw that movie, and he saw it with my niece and nephew, and my niece could care less about it other than, like, the colorfulness, but he was just like, this is so important, and he actually, like, went and, like, reposted it on Facebook, and I don't know. He just, 
I love that movie. It was inspirational and, you know, oh, yeah. changing and, people's perspectives. And her monologue was such a, like, pull yourself together moment. And right. It was like, it was kind of very inspirational. So Absolutely. I hope she gets something out of it, too. Yeah. Because right? that, that supporting cast was still really good. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, Barbie Oppenheimer, um, they lead uh, the nominations. Well, actually, Barbie Oppenheimer and I should say Killers of the Flower Moon was produced um Directed by Martin Scorsese and also Poor Things as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and then on the TV side, actually, uh, they have Succession is the most. Uh, only Murder, followed by Only Murders in the Building and The Bear, which I just started watching The Bear. That show will make you hungry. <laughs> I swear to God. Hopefully not for bears. Oh, no. Right. Well, no. I've and, had enough and, of those. And season two explains why it's called The Bear. But, um, my God, yeah, I ate, like, food, and then I went and watched the show, and I was like, I'm still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go into a little bit of a music break. That, that, that was a nice little segment. This is I Sent My Therapist to Therapy by Alec Benjamin right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Take a seat over there on the chair by the couch Tell me what you've been thinking about There's nothing to say that's out of bounds You can trust me, swear I'm here for you now I've heard it all before He took out his pen But as he wrote down each, each thing that I said Oh, no, the mood just changed He started acting strange This was our next exchange He said, I'll tell you what, I'm sorry But I don't think I can be Knows what he said to me Not even needing more than me Now all the irony I'm so messed up I send my therapist to therapy I tell you what I'm sorry But I thought I'd never see A case as bad as yours Don't think I have a remedy Think he needs some Now all the irony I'm so messed up I send my therapist to therapy I got up from the chair where I sat by the couch He said to me, get you sit back down And I could see as I turned around Really needed someone he could talk to And I said, thought that I'd seen it all Turns out I was wrong Wish I could help you out You'll have to be strong Oh, no, the mood just changed He started acting strange This was our next exchange He said, I'll tell you what, I'm sorry But I don't think I can be
Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Florida, a non-binary Florida teacher who was fired for using the gender-neutral mix is accusing the state education department of discrimination in a lawsuit filed Wednesday. A.V. Schwandes, who uses they-them pronouns, taught science at the Florida Virtual School, an online public high school, until October 24th and started using mix at the start of the school year in their email signature. They never actually had a conversation with students about the change, they said, adding that students just started using the term once they updated their email signature. Schwandes, who also goes by A.V. Vary, was fired when the school told them they had to change the honorific to comply with Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, which critics have dubbed the Don't Say Gay Law. In the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Florida, Schwandes and two other Florida teachers, both transgender women, allege that the part of the law that bars them from using pronouns and titles consistent with their gender identities discriminates against them on the basis of sex and violates Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment, and Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972. Katie Wood, one of the other plaintiffs, transitioned in 2020 and has taught math at Lenard High School in Hillsborough County since the 2021 school year, according to the lawsuit. Jane Doe, the third plaintiff, came out as trans in 2021 and has been working as a teacher in Lee County Schools since the 2017 school year. Both teachers said their districts were supportive of their identities and they used the titles Miss when introducing themselves and she, her pronouns, in their classrooms and syllabi according to the lawsuit. However, under the Florida Parental Rights Law, they are now prohibited from doing so because their birth sexes were male. They are also barred from correcting students and other teachers who address them using Mr. or he, him pronouns. In South Florida, Florida officials temporarily barred a transgender student from participating in any of her high school sports teams, saying the teenager violated state law by playing on the girls' volleyball team. In a letter sent Tuesday to the unnamed student school, Monarch High School in Coconut Creek, officials from the the Florida High School Athletic Association said the trans teenager was declared ineligible to represent any member's school and therefore barred from competing on any school sports team for just under a year. Officials also placed the South Florida High School on probation for 11 months, issued a monetary fine, and mandated that its staff undergo a series of compliance trainings. The state's penalties come just a few weeks after the high school's principal and several other school officials were reassigned after county officials opened an investigation into allegations of improper student participation in sports flagged by an anonymous tipster. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. There's a drag queen bingo tonight at the Jazzy Cat Cafe with Alexis Delamere for Project Pup. There are 10 games at bingo starting at 7.30 with some great prizes, 50-50 raffle, food, drink specials, and it's a great way to support our furry animal friends. The Jazzy Cat Cafe is located at 449th Street South in St. Pete. The St. Pete Opera presents the annual Holiday Sparkle at the Palladium in St. Pete on Saturday and Sunday. Get into the holiday spirit with the joyful sounds of talented singers, a brilliant orchestra, stunning performances, all in a festive atmosphere. Get tickets and info by visiting stpeteopera.org. And for those LGBTQ 55 plus, here's this week's Epic Generations events. On Friday at 10 a.m. is the Transcend Social Group meeting. December 18th at 10 a.m. is the Coffee Connections in Dunedin. And RSVP for the holiday dinner on December 21st in St. Pete. Get info on this and other events by visiting myepic.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. 
You can help double UMNF now and into the future by donating gifts of stock, real estate, retirement assets, or a life insurance policy. It's easy to leave a legacy of love. Just call Ian at 813-238-8001 or go to WMNF.org slash giving to get started today. Leave a lasting wake of good when you put that boat or other watercraft you no longer need behind you. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles from cars, trucks, RVs, boats, and more. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Tampa Bay, the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show host here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Shout out, Mark. I see you. Anyways, I'm with Brian and Esme. Good morning. And we're also joined by the amazing Ripley. Good morning. (laughs) Mr. Brian, what is our topic today? Uh, The Christmas holiday is approaching. Who's excited? I'm actually really excited. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I see a long drawn out yay from Ripley. Right. Uh, uh, how about you, Mama Esme? I'm all right. You're all right. <laughs> I mean, you know, after people, after people that you love die, mm-hmm. Christmas takes on a different kind of a, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the holiday itself. Mm-hmm. But it gets a little weird. It's just weird. It's just, it just, I can't explain it. It's just weird. I, I mean, I can agree with that. I mean, my mom, my mom passed away in 2014, yeah. but, and, and after that, it became a little weird. I will say time does heal, but after a while, the holidays kind of tend to loosen up for folks who have gone through loss. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I will say I'm mildly excited. I'm not a big holidays person. I like New Year's more than Christmas, but, um, you know, with that being said, it's all there's always the scramble to get someone something. Um, I feel like nowadays, I, I don't know. So when consensus here, when Black Friday comes up, do you shop for yourself or do you shop for others? I can't afford <laughs> Black Friday. No, <laughs> I can't afford that. No, I don't, I don't know. I get paid part time. I don't. Do I that. shop for myself. You I mean, if anything, uh, yeah, I guess I shop for myself. But like, no, I can't. I can't afford that. Uh, how about you, Ripley? Yeah, I think when I used to go Black Friday shopping, I would definitely shop for myself. But definitely over the recent years, it's either been an I can't afford situation, or I have work either at night or the next morning or whenever. So I'm like, I don't even have the time. Well, honestly, for myself, I can't remember the last time I shopped on Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Because I'm always en route to Fort Lauderdale, especially for the past, like, 14 years. I've always been en route to Fort Lauderdale to play the tournament down there. So I've never really participated in that. Or Cyber Monday, really. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I, um, I, I feel like, okay, that little holiday... 
I, I feel like people, like the consensus is everybody shops for themselves on Black Friday. Right. And I think the scramble is real before Christmas even comes up because, um, yeah, you're like, for you're supposed to use the Black Friday time to think about what your significant other or your family members want, but no, instead we get what we want ourselves. Right. So uh, I, even now, like my other half, Nate, will... Um, will always ask me, what do you need? What do you want? What do you need? What do you want? Like, so I, I got, I, I'm going to jump off a different, like a different uh, tangent from this. So, um, my question is what gets you in the holiday season? Like in the holiday spirit, basically. Like for me, I have fallen in love with going and seeing the lights, like especially over in Largo Central Park over there. Like the that that area is very pretty when when they do all the Christmas stuff. I I haven't seen Enchant yet, but I want to go over to Enchant at Tropicana Field. But no. what gets you in the, the 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 holiday spirit? I will agree with you on the lights, but that's my second thing. I think. The thing that gets me excited about the holidays is the the generosity of others towards those less fortunate. That's such and, a like yeah, bull crap answer. Why? No, <laughs> no really? just, hey, that's like a world peace answer. Like no. that, that's like, what do you want for Christmas? I want world peace. I like the giving of everything. No, you like receiving, buddy. No, I, I don't. You like I, receiving. Honestly, You're I a bottom. You like receiving. No, honestly, I don't care if I get a present or not. That's just me for, for Christmas. Like, nobody really has to give me anything, and I don't expect anything. But I feel like, you know, when when uh, when people's generosities towards others that can't afford to have a Christmas or, or even a Thanksgiving at that... Um, that when that happens, you know, um, so there's a podcast I listen to a podcaster and, um, he, he, um, he does this, um, he goes down to, uh, I forget where, but, um, they supply a family in need. And then with that, um, part of his YouTube channel helps, helps him to get those, um, those necessities for a family in need. And he said this year's family, um, the, the, the woman is single woman. She has three kids. Um, and she had, a, an abusive relationship. The last beating that she took had her in a coma. Mm. And once she got out of that coma, um, you know, she was able to escape her abuser and, um, um, uh, and relocate and try and raise her kids. But the last job that she was at got her laid off. And, um, and that's what this agency gave, uh, this podcaster. And sure enough, everything on the, on their wish list, including a PS five, a couple of tablets, um, and including a check, uh, an additional check for $10,000 to this family. And that's what I'm talking about. The generosity of others puts me in the holiday spirit. 
Yeah. I nice see those posts about, all the yeah. time, though, unfortunately. Like, I, I feel like that, that, that's why I can't get into the holiday spirit with them is because I love those videos just all throughout the entirety. Like, the videos and the people, the stories of people actually helping each other. And, like, I, I'll literally scroll through TikTok and, like, half the videos are, are from people giving things to other people and, like, doing the whole, um, like do you want a dollar or should I double it and give it to the next person? Like all that stuff. So I, I, I really do like those videos. Um, but I don't think that gets me into the holiday spirit. How about you, Ripley? What gets you into the holiday spirit? Nothing. I not like a big holiday (laughs) person. Like the one holiday that I will always go out for is obviously Halloween. So my whole house is always decorated Halloween esque. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the, the one thing that I do like about the holiday time is getting to see my family. As much as I'm not a big fan of my hometown, I will always be back to see my dad and my niece, my nephew, you know, my whole family. But it's those times where I don't really get to see them all the time. And I think it's it's a hard reminder that I don't live in a place with the people that I am so close to. And especially, like, watching my niece and nephew grow up. And I'm like, wait, I used to open presents with you every Christmas morning or, you know, help Santa, you know, bring the gifts or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time. And that's literally like Christmas day, I guess like but, the weather change maybe, but yeah, I, I, I also, my birthday is just so close. I always say that I start the 12 days of Christmas. So I, I, I'm just like, it's my birthday month, you guys. I don't really, I'm not, no. Yeah, yeah no, I kind of get that. How, like, yeah. your your birthday is really close to Christmas. I bet you, yeah. like, got the whole, um, this birth, this gift is for both your birthday and for Christmas. Right. Like, old yeah. birth miss. Yeah. I, uh, I'm lucky because my, my birthday is June 8th, so I'm literally, like, six months away from Christmas. So every six months, I'm got, I got a rotating set of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm a May birthday, so. Mama Esme, what gets you festive? What jingles your jollies? Uh, Well, I don't know. Just being with my friends, hanging out. Yeah. Vibing. Yeah, having a good cocktail with my friends, you know. I really enjoy being in the clubs when I'm, you know, on this holiday season. I know that my dad died last year, so last year I, I enjoyed it as well. It really was a great escape for me. My job helped me, like, you know, because we do drag shows, so it was a great distraction. So I really think that Chosen Family is is a really good time of year for, for this. Uh, you know, Family Family is good. It's always, it'll always be there, but um, yeah, any time with your Chosen Family is just yeah. it's the yeah. best. I, I like to be around my friends and um, definitely my work. Mm-hmm. Of course, Rip can testify that our work is... Very pleasurable. Yes, absolutely. And right. you know, those those coworkers are your family. Yeah, and they're and, not your coworkers. And very fulfilling. And yes. I've often said that um the real fun when you watch a drag show is in that dressing room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. where the real fun is at. Yeah. To me. That's the real fun for it sure. It really is the real fun. Because you'll be cackling backstage. Oh my god. Just yeah. Like some of my best memories. Yeah, if you get if you get the right group together, oh my god, it's crazy. And well let's Oh, I was gonna say, and don't you find it weird that as you grow up, your your whole perception of holidays kind of changes with you? So yes, it does. Yeah, I used sure. to be about stuff. Yeah. yeah, 
And now I have stuff, so I don't need stuff. Right. I'd rather just be with my friends. Exactly. Go to exactly. a movie or go to dinner. And, you know, that's so much more thrilling for me. You know, Or, like I said, work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our presents are our presents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, let's go into a little bit of a music break. This is Harry Styles, as it was, right here on 88.5. This is, uh, I, I want to make sure to give a shout out to Sean Kelly. This is another one that he suggested. So shout out, Sean Kelly. This is, as it was, Harry Styles. Big Gay Radio Show, WMNF Tampa. when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
This is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Washington State, the United States Supreme Court on December 11th allowed Washington State to continue enforcing its ban on conversion therapy for minors. With a 6-3 vote declining to hear a challenge, the Supreme Court enforced the decision of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, allowing the law to remain in effect. Conservative Justices Brett Kavanaugh, Samuel Alito, and Clarence Thomas voted to take up the case with Thomas writing a five-page dissent. In health news, the United States Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra hosted LGBTQ plus leaders and organizations for a meeting on December 11th featuring senior staff at the agency to build on the progress made in advancing health and human service equity for the community, according to a press release. Specifically, Health and Human Services said the discussion concerned efforts to increase access to health care, secure non-discrimination protections, and increase access to behavioral health for the LGBTQIA plus community. In national news, a bill introduced by United States Senator Alex Padilla, among others, would require financial institutions to collect data on access to credit and capital by LGBTQ-owned businesses. The legislation would thereby allow regulators to better identify and potentially remedy instances of anti-LGBTQ discrimination in these areas. Please remember to stay safe and treat yourself and others with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. There's a drag queen bingo tonight at the Jazzy Cat Cafe with Alexis Delamere for Project Pup. There are 10 games of bingo starting at 7.30 with some great prizes, 50-50 raffle, food, drink specials, and it's a great way to support our furry animal friends. The Jazzy Cat Cafe is located at 449th Street South in St. Pete. The St. Pete Opera presents the annual Holiday Sparkle at the Palladium in St. Pete on Saturday and Sunday. Get into the holiday spirit with the joyful sounds of talented singers, a brilliant orchestra, stunning performances, all in a festive atmosphere. Get tickets and info by visiting stpeteopera.org. And for those LGBTQ 55+, plus, here's this week's Epic Generations events. On Friday at 10 a.m. is the Transcend Social Group meeting. December 18th at 10 a.m. is the Coffee Connections in Dunedin. And RSVP for the holiday dinner on December 21st in St. Pete. Get info on this and other events by visiting myepic.org. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Point five Tampa. 
This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Corman. I have been your show twink here on the big radio show. Thank you so much for joining us as I go through Celsius with all. I'm joined by the beautiful Brian Hinkson, energetic Esme Russell. She's got the idea I doesn't have. (laughs) It's only been one hour without Celsius. What will you ever do? Uh, It's been like seven hours. (laughs) I'm going crazy over here. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and we're also, we've been joined by a very special, we've been joined by Rip Lee. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me this morning. I cannot wait to sleep. Same. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are so glad to have had you. Uh, so real quick, where could people find you? Like, where's your up performances? Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, so I definitely have an upcoming brunch. With one and only Esme Russell. Who's that? Um, you know, she's just a little known star around here. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be doing a Evil Queen, Disney Evil Queen's brunch. And we'll also be at the Spookeasy Ebor, I believe, the same day, actually. So the January 21st? No, this. The fourth, is it the 21st? I'm trying to remember if it's the 14th or 21st. I think it's the set. Let me check. Well, why don't okay. we do this? Why don't anybody who's interested in seeing Ripley's yeah, performances check, check out January your 21st. Facebook? Yeah. My Facebook, my Instagram, yeah. my Twitter. If you want to get a little naughty, uh, mm-hmm. it's R I P P underscore L E E, and you can come see us at Showbar on January twenty first. It's gonna be spooky. <laughs> Well, Mr. Brian Hinkson, you have yes. a category? Yes, uh, the category is holiday classics. So what is your, this is a double one, what is your go-to movie and song for Christmas? So, um, holiday movie, uh, something that I see and something my boyfriend has got me into, and it's a funny movie, uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. Always. Um, and um, at least with songs, um, it's it's got to be Brenda Lee's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's charts. number one now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. How about anybody else? <sighs> my favorite Christmas movie. I think my favorite Christmas uh, is Rankin and Bass's um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Hmm. Ooh, okay. I think that's my favorite Christmas movie. It's just so sweet, and it brings back memories of childhood. Mm-hmm. And my favorite Christmas song is anything by Karen Carpenter, because uh, she had two Christmas albums. Did she? Okay. Yes. Uh, well, the Carpenters did. So anything by her, um, any Christmas song by her, I would say absolutely. Okay. Yes. Right. I'd say um, A Year Without Santa Claus. Oh, I like that one too. Yeah, Heat Miser, Snow Miser, heck yes, absolutely. Um, Songs, I'm not really that big into Christmas music, to be honest. That's why I don't, you really didn't really want to play it this much, but I was given a request from somebody important who asked for (laughs) Christmas music. Mm -hmm. So I don't really like 
holiday music, but um, I definitely would say A Year Without Santa Claus is top notch. Mm-hmm. Ripley, where would what would you do? Um, for movie, I would say It's a Wonderful Life, just because my dad when I was younger he would be just so excited for this time so he could show us this movie and I remember being like it's in black and white I don't want to watch it and now it's something that I like look forward to and try to like watch with him um I I know I mentioned him a lot but he's definitely one of my biggest supporters and like one of my best friends so it's very rare to find you know a father like him uh, it's good so, that you have one. Yeah, like absolutely. That as well. Yeah, I don't have daddy issues, thank God. Uh, <laughs> mother issues, no. Um, <laughs> so, a uh, song, I too don't really listen to Christmas music, but I was a big Gleek and still am. Uh, no, not anymore. But uh, I liked any of their songs that they did, but I particularly like uh, the song Last Christmas, originally by Wham. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but I like the Ashley Tisdale version, which is neither Glee nor Wham, but... Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I see Slow setting up in the other studio, so it sounds like he's ready to get everything set up. But before we do that, we got the NPR News, and I also want to let everybody know, thank you so much for supporting the Big Gay Radio Show and listening to us every week. We ramble, we talk, and we play some good music. So thank you so much. You are loved, you are appreciated, and thank you so much for uh, for doing everything you do. Bye.